Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Rude and sexy! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I'm fixing it. I'm trying. Yep. And you're just nagging me the entire time. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. I'm doing it. Whose voice was that? That wasn't my voice. Seems that like is you were your projecting voice. Projecting a little bit there. Who did that sound like? She does the same thing. <laughs> your wife what are does you doing? that. Too? I said I don't need it. What are you doing? I'm fixing it. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted. Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir. Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Got a big show today. Inside the NFL, all the news and notes you need at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game this week, Boner? Today we're going to do trivia all about giant failures. Because I I just saw the the news is not good for uh, CNN+. Plus. Uh, no, well, we we talked about that, right? And and there was more today where they've they've now announced they're not going to do any marketing spending anymore oh, for their no. new app that they. So launched. that was like what three weeks, right? And then it's done. Quibi says, "Boy, that was quick." Remember Quibi? No, what's Quibi? That was that little. They tried to make. They got all these big Hollywood actors oh, and celebrities right. to do seven-minute movies. Yeah, yeah, that's or, right. And they were like, yeah, no one wants to watch a regular movie anymore. Let's make them all seven minutes long. And then it's only on this app. They put millions into that app. No one bought it. Well, they blamed the uh, the pandemic. Yeah, they Because that did. launched right around the pandemic. Yes, because no one was <laughs> just watching extra stuff all people during were looking lockout. For, all people were looking for at that time was... Lockup, lockout. Well, you know, right. They were looking for things to fill time. Right, TikTok also kind of launched around here in the pandemic and did pretty well from what I've seen. It it looks like that took off. Anyway, so I thought there's, you know, I was reading a story about that failure. It reminded me there's been a lot of spectacular failures in business or otherwise. So I'll, namely this show, uh, but I thought let's do giant failure trivia. So we'll do that coming up 534. Very very good. Uh, baseball, Guardians and White Sox postponed already for tonight. Doubleheader tomorrow. Reds will continue sucking in San Diego. Mm. Uh, that's late that's, tonight if you choose. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Hey, where are you going to go? To bed? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? Go to what sleep? Are you gonna sleep? Come on. I'm Phil Castellini. Uh, David Bell is bad and he'll probably get fired. In the next week or so, I bet you David Bell gets fired. And look, as stupid as I think David Bell is, he's not my guy. We've talked about it many times over the course of his tenure. I don't like him. I don't think he's very good. He is not the reason why this roster is bad. No, right? no. This roster is bad because this team is stupid and cheap. That's why this roster is bad. Not David Bell. I know, man. And that's that's the unfortunate reality for Reds fans is that you have an ownership group that is purposely bad. They are... They will tell you, even if they would admit, you know, because they, they're saying 
they tried in the beginning of the season. Remember what David Bell had that statement where he's like, we're getting better in a weird way. It's like, yeah, but then like, ask when to ala- how to elaborate on that. He couldn't tell you why they were getting better. Right. Cause he was just defending the, the, the tone of what this organization is doing, the direction they picked. He was just defending it because that's what you do. You're the manager. You're supposed to defend it, but he couldn't actually defend it. But let's say their defense was, well, we know that eventually we, we want to get good again. So the only way to do that in Major League Baseball, given our structure, is to be bad for a while and then be good. The reality is that's not even the way you do it, because at some point you do have to pay guys and try to be in it for six or seven years. They're not willing to do that. The Castellinis can't apparently afford to do that because they are cheap, or they just don't want to try. They they can't afford to do well, that. Well, I know they should be able to. They don't want to do that. They don't want to dip into the personal finances to make it happen, if that's what was necessary. They don't like their profit margins being slashed, Mike. So they, they're making tons of profit off the Reds. They don't want to dip into that and then pay the players. So you will see them maybe in four or five years at best. I don't know. They'll come back. They'll be really good. They'll have a bunch of good prospects. And then all those prospects because they were really good. Now it's time to pay us. And they'll go, oops, see ya. Bye-bye. So you get one to two years every four or five where they're going to try to make a little run. Jackets in San Jose tonight. Wierenski is out. Line A is out. Coverage starts 10 o'clock. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. That was a hell of a way to sell it. Well, I'm just telling you. All these guys are out. It's late night. Check it out. And your two best players are out. Hey, you know who's not out? Elvis. Back That's in between right. the he's, pipes. He's so there, there you go. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson was at Voluntary Brown's off-season program today. Not surprisingly, Baker was not. You and I were talking about this before the show. Look, I am, I am not a, a Baker fan. You're not a Baker no. fan. But if I were Baker Mayfield, I wouldn't be doing podcasts talking about going to people's offices and booing them. What I would do is I would troll the Cleveland Browns. I would have showed up yep. at voluntary offseason workouts today. I would have showed up like it was no big deal. Hey, everybody, what are we working on? And I'd put my arm around the young guys and say, hey, welcome to the Browns. I'm Captain Baker <laughs> because he's still the captain. No, I, right? I, I, has anybody officially ripped the season, captaincy away season from him? Season hasn't started yet. I don't think they had some sort of formal ceremony where they ripped his uniform, the sea off his uniform. No. He's still Captain Baker. I would show up and act like nothing was wrong. How? What's the worst that oh, could happen? So he good. tanks his draft stock. Too late. Already done that. For his trade, trade stock. stock. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I mean. That too. Too yeah. late. No, you're right. I, I think it would be really awesome if he just walked in and. Sat down, started talking receivers. Slowly. Hey, guys, what do you think about? I was looking at some routes. Let me tell you what I think. And, and then he just goes in and is super critical of everyone. Like, here's what I think you did wrong last year. Here's what I think you did wrong last year. And just keeps on going all the way through. I would, I would, I would take it a step further. I would, I would bring in my personal film coach. Oh, uh, yeah. Him. Like, hey, this yeah. is my, and I would have it be Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad. And he's got film on every single guy that he's cut up. And he's like, here's where you sucked. Here's where you sucked exactly. last year. I think also if, if I were him, I would walk in, I would find Kevin Stefanski be like, hey, coach, I'm in the uh, adults locker room. I don't know if I'm supposed to be there. I thought I, you were, I, I heard. Is there a kid's locker room? Is there a child locker into? room or a kid's locker room I'm supposed to be in? Because I'm the adult. I'm not, I can't be with the adults. I'm a kid, you said. You, you said you needed an adult to come in here. Then you went out and got a guy who's got accusations against him all over the country or at least all over the city of Houston. Uh, so I don't know what that makes him an adult, but it definitely doesn't make me an adult, apparently. So where do I go? So Where's anyway, my place? Deshaun Watson was was there today. Yeah. If you're well, interested in such things. And the, the first picture I saw, the Browns tweeted out a photo of him. And it, it, up, you're going to find this shocking to believe. We had a little dusting of snow here mm-hmm. in parts of central Ohio. Up in Berea, they got a lot of snow yeah. up on the lake. 
And apparently one of the snagging points in the Deshaun Watson negotiations, according to Jimmy Haslam, was the snow and the cold weather. That was one of the reasons they had to like overpay to get him to come here was because he didn't want to necessarily play in the snow, live in a cold weather city, and they convinced him by guaranteeing him $230 million. That's a good idea. You should come here anyway. The Haslams are outside today spraying aerosol cans. And- <laughs> Warm like, up! You see this Tahoe? I'm running it nonstop. Just for you, buddy. Make that ozone layer bigger. Let's get the hole going. Come on. Just murdering polar bears. <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> Just strangling polar bears. <laughs> They're like drinking out of plastic bottles only and then not recycling them That's as a right. point. Like, look, we're not going to save the planet at all with you. We're going to try to make it as warm as possible here. What were we talking about? Uh, first oh, day anyway, at Berea. All right, Yay, good. good. Uh, Dick Mashiner, Ford Fan Poll, 971thefan.com. Where will Baker be to start the season? Panthers, Seahawks, Lions, other. Um, all right. The Panthers thing, everyone says they have the inside track. It makes too much sense. Okay, but it, let it me... It makes too much sense. Maybe, but there appears to be this idea that this... It's, you know, we're within a couple weeks of the draft. Everyone's pointing out that anything you hear from now on about anyone's availability or not availability when it comes to a trade, uh, we're really excited to draft this guy. We really don't know who we're going to draft. That could all be smokescreen for trying to gain leverage in some negotiation revolving around a draft day deal, right? Yeah. So perhaps it's being floated that perhaps all this noise about the Panthers is simply that. To try to say, yeah, we don't we don't need to take a quarterback in this draft. We're we're gonna be the guys, we're in the front running to get Baker Mayfield. Unless you think maybe there's some offer you want to make us where maybe we're interested in trading out of the pick and there's gonna be a lot of suitors. They might be just doing anything here to try to conceal what they're doing for whatever reason. And I've tried to understand totally how all that would work, but I don't. <laughs> but every year we hear don't believe anything that you are listening to when they start putting this stuff out there. So maybe that is the case. Maybe this is a smokescreen. Could the Seahawks also be a destination that makes a lot of sense? Because while, yes, the Panthers don't have much going on for them, the Panthers also have a head coach who's not likely to be there much longer, right? I mean, he's. you think Matt Rule's going to be there for three or know. four more years? I didn't, think, a, I didn't think he'd be there this year. Right. I'm shocked that he is. It almost, and, and maybe that... make the same case in Seattle, though, because Pete Carroll's, seven, what, 71 years old? Yeah, true enough. But maybe in Seattle, he's earned the right to kind of do more of a win-now type of thing. I don't know who on that roster would help you win now. Right, I don't think they're ready to win right. now. But if if that was the idea, maybe you try to go out and get Baker. And again, I'm saying win-now to be try to fight for a playoff spot at best. I'm not saying they're winning a championship with Baker Mayfield. But yeah, maybe Carolina is saying all of this, trying to get some leverage in some kind of deal they're trying to work. And then eventually they know they're either going to just be bad this year with Sam Darnold and and save and g- accumulate picks and trade down and not really try to go out and get a lot in this draft and not really try to go out and waste anything to go get Baker Mayfield. They're just going to be bad this year and then hope they get all these picks next year. Picks. And then they're ready to go next year and draft whoever's at the top of the board. Could could be CJ Stroud, but maybe that's the idea unless they unless they're serious about Baker. I mean, we keep hearing this, but we don't see anything happening. Well, who would be holding it up at this point? Baker wants out. The Browns want to deal him. Panthers well, are looking at Sam Darnold. Uh, apparently, the $19 million is what's holding this up. 
How is teams, that? How I is know that, a that. Thing? I know. I don't know how it's a thing. But I guess everybody is so ass backwards or up against the cap where they feel like they can't afford nineteen million dollars. Well, right. But it. What I'm saying is, like a a deal was swung for Matt Ryan this year. Correct. Like Matt Ryan went out and got to go with the Colts. So there are some people that think that Matt Ryan in the right situation could still be very good. I'm that's, not one of those that's people. That's fine, but am I wrong? Doesn't he have a lot of money owed, owed to him? Isn't that kind of wasn't that the whole thing with him in Atlanta where we thought he was untradeable? Unless his contract, maybe I'm misremembering. I thought he still had like a couple years left. Had a lot of money. I don't know if they can cut bait after this season and well, right, but I mean the the Falcons is, had to deal with a bunch of dead cap room. That's right. Okay, maybe that's what I'm conflating. But for sure, with Baker, he has this year and that's it. Now maybe he's saying I don't want to be traded unless I'm going to get a you know big extension or something. Which that's he not going to he happen. He doesn't have that type of leverage. Well, then, right. I'm saying if the Panthers are so in on him, and er- that's why I have my doubts about this Panthers thing. Because if they're so in on him, then why has this deal not happened? Yeah. What is holding it up other than Baker would want to go have a chance to prove himself? The Panthers seemingly would think that's a better option than Sam Darnold. And $19 million ain't that much in the grand scheme of things to get a starting quarterback, air quotes, if they believe he's the guy. Our guys, C.J. Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba, have new NIL deals. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the two right lanes at 270 eastbound after US-23. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be very careful. Traffic is stop and go and still continues to build. About a 20 to 30 minute slowdown as expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options so the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The dumb is strong with this show. You're listening to Man and Bone. Hello. Hey, if you haven't done so, go subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. Our cartoon faces will pop up. It's free. We have bonus content on there. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a nice five-star review. We appreciate it, and we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Express, a national fashion apparel retailer, of course, located in New Albany. Yeah. It's taking advantage of new name, image, and likeness rules to sign the brand's first-ever collegiate athletic style ambassadors. C.J. Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Very nice. Good for them. Uh, I think I should be an ambassador. What? <laughs> Why do you want well, to be first an ambassador? of all, I'm a very fashionable mang. Second of all, I was a customer back when it was called Structure. Wait, that's what Structure became? Yeah. Structure I that, became... I thought Express was limited. limited. It was. It was all under the same well, yeah, umbrella. Okay. But then right, they got right. rid of Structure, yes. and they just introduced Express Men. Because Express used to just be women's clothes. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. Structure went away, and then it became Express Men. I didn't follow it as well as you did. Yes. I guess I missed that. Okay. I, uh, I had no idea. I had to fit in with the cool kids, 
So I bought some cords and a sweat a sweater that yeah, said yeah. structure on it. And even though it was perfectly acceptable for all the other kids to have this stuff on, the cool kids, when I wore it to school one day, first of all, I saved up all my money okay. to get this because yeah. it was not not cheap. No, structure was extremely expensive yes, back it was, in the day. It was preppy clothes, and so I saved up all my money for this one outfit, cords and a structure sweater, and I wore it to school, and the first thing someone said to me is, who are you supposed to be? Mm. And I and said, then, what's, what's wrong with this? There's nothing wrong with it on someone else. It doesn't belong on you. Who said this to you? A friend of mine. Uh, and you know what? what? A friend. And you know what? What they a were, friend. They were no, right. they're stupid. They were right. They're stupid. Because I looked like a poser trying to wear it. That's I was stupid. I was jeans and hoodie guy or jeans and t-shirt guy, and I put in some effort. I wanted to change my personality through clothes. Well, that, okay, that's, yes, that's dumb. But the idea of you can't wear different clothes, when, by the way, this is not you at 42 walking in and being like, yeah, no, you know what matter. I think, Ed Hardy? You know what, I, I value that. You do? I, I, you need good friends to that's tell you a, no. when you're looking like an idiot. But that's not, okay, maybe just say like, oh, is this a new look for you? Mm-mm. The problem would be... If I didn't you, have friends like that. Okay. Because I'm saying like at 17 or whatever age you were when you did this, guess what? You don't know what you like and what you don't like. And then they were like, don't ever change. You're like, that's right. I'll be like I was when I was 17 forever. Mm -hmm. Maybe people change. It's okay. No, I dress like I'm 17 now. That's fine. That's what that's what I dress like, too. I think it was uh, I think it's a Seinfeld stand up act that says you can always tell the best year of a man's life. Oh, because, because he just he trust. locks in that fashion year and rides it out to the end. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So when we're eighty years old, you're going to see a bunch of eighty year olds just walking around in jeans and hoodies. Yeah, that's why I dress current because I'm just so every year is my best year. Every year just keep like a fine wine, just gets better with age. Remember when my uh, grandfather, who you know bought all his clothes at garage sales, yeah, but he would go for like the super sale at J C Penney's. Mm-hmm. or sears and then buy tons of clothes there and he d- it didn't matter what it looked like if it was on sale he's buying clearance it. sale he's buying it he walked in one time with like a salmon colored polo shirt on okay baggy carpenter jeans ah and yes. when my grandfather would put on a baseball cap he wouldn't put on the hat he would just throw it on his head and whatever landed was whatever right whatever direction the hat was in that's the way it was going to stay it was not Mm. a fashion choice it was just laziness right and so he had like the crooked hat salmon colored polo shirt yes i'm picturing baggy carpenter pants and he's 80 years old the puka shell necklace seems like that would be a bit much but (laughs) probably a nice little compliment i wish wish it was that man (laughs) I wish it was that. <laughs> and like three t-shirts and another polo underneath of it. That style. Anyway, congratulations to Jackson Smith and Jigba and CJ Stroud. Well, we have no idea how much this is for monetarily, but I'm sure they're doing okay. You know, I, I was thinking about this story, though. I wonder, because I've been trying to figure out why Nick Saban and all these other coaches down south, you know, in the SEC, where there's a lot of money flowing and they're not too shy about letting you know the money's flowing. Why are they all of a sudden like, I can't believe we're just going to buy players now. It's like, what? Is this the SEC? Hello? Is this on? You're saying? I can't believe we're buying players. Secret on the down low. That is my point. Because you will note 
Whereas you mentioned the limited headquarters reside within the 614 area code. Mm -hmm. That is not the only giant company that has its headquarters located here or within close proximity to Ohio State. Could it be that in these backwater towns that have been run by these schools for so many years, maybe some of these like small towns, Gainesville, Florida might be looking around going, "Uh oh, there's a lot of other schools in the state of Florida in bigger cities than here. And they've got a whole bunch of corporate headquarters that might want to start spending money. Could it be that they're looking out west and saying, uh-oh, like Seattle, Washington, and you know, you obviously have Nike with Oregon, like that's already established, Los Angeles. Could it be they're starting to see we may not be able to just get a couple bag men who've got millions of dollars yeah. when there are literal billionaires sitting right around the corner who said, oh, wait, we can just do this all legally and on paper and it's all cool. Maybe that's a little bit of why... Dabo and Nick are suddenly like, oh, I don't like this. This is bad. That's not to say there's not other businesses there and NIL money to be had. But you're there right. In, in bigger cities, you have more opportunities, right? Yes. Where the whole joke for years has been, hey, Tuscaloosa, car dealership will go take care of you. There's only so many car dealerships, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. At, at, at certain point, that NIL money is going to dry up and you need other revenue streams coming in from other bigger businesses that may or may not be there. Well, I can tell you for a fact now that all this is like all over, right? I mean, talking about the corporate community here in Columbus, right? One of the reasons that Anthony Precourt wanted to move the crew was because he couldn't get that sweet corporate money to come to the crew. Because what he did when he got to town was he walked to, he walked into a meeting basically of the rich people in town and was like, hey, we're the crew. Give us money. You well, know that's we what are. I was going to say. It's not because the corporate money's not here. No. It's because he was an idiot. Right. Jackets have always done pretty well in that regard. Clearly, you look at the names and sponsorships and now you look at what the crew are doing and suddenly they've got a lot of those same names and sponsorships popping up over there. It's almost like in this community. And, and by the way, watch. You go go to an Ohio State game, open the program up, and see who's advertising. There's your answer on corporate dollars surrounding you know all the sports teams here. They flow into these places because these corporations know the value of it. Well, if now you can start to say, oh, well, there's ways to partner with the athletes directly, and that benefits everyone. It benefits the school, benefits the team, benefits those players. That's good. We can add to what we do with that spending. Nick Saban's going, uh, Billy Bob's car dealership ain't good. Nick Saban's car dealership's bigger than anybody else in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. He's got the biggest car dealership there. Maybe he's starting to realize that some of these other people are saying, we've only got one or two billionaires that are following us around. Or there's only three corporate headquarters located here. Now, like Atlanta, there's tons of corporate money there. Who are you going to give that to if you're in Atlanta? Which which res- which other fan bases are you going to piss off by giving to just one of them, right? You give it to Georgia, and suddenly everyone else in the SEC is like, don't shop there. Like, that could be a problem for you down south. Whereas up here, that's not viewed the same way. And most people understand regionally, you know, company in Minnesota is going to spend money on Minnesota. Company in Michigan is going to spend money on Michigan. In down south, it's it's very much more of a different uh, uh, temperature down there for this stuff, and I don't think they're necessarily excited about having to compete for that. I was just thinking about that the other day. I assume there are rules on the books, although there's not a lot of rules for this, that Nick Saban's car dealerships can't participate in I don't NIL. Know. Can, I mean, can I, they? I'm guessing 
right now, it's probably, at the very least, I'm guessing Nick Saban's own desire to be the best will prohibit him from doing that. Because he... Yeah, right I, now, I wonder saying, if there are rules on the books for that. What I mean by that is Nick Saban would say, I want to win this fair and square. But when they say, no, there's no rules, Nick. You can do whatever you want. Watch out. Because Mercedes-Benz will suddenly be sponsoring all his players. <laughs> a Buckeye has entered the portal and he has chosen his destination. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching a serious accident blocking the two right lanes of 270 eastbound after US-23. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area and still building. Emergency crews remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be careful. Keep an eye out for those crews. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Late safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. John Daly II. You, of course, know his father. Mm. John Daly II is a freshman at Arkansas, plays golf, and he has signed a name, image, and likeness deal with Hooters, just like his papa. Well, that's isn't that nice. Let him live. Family uh, business. I uh, I mourn the loss of Hooters locations in Central Ohio. After I get the bagel back, the bagel sandwich back at McDonald's, it will be my next mission to bring back Hooters. Oh, that's next. Well, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Mexican food. pizza. We got the Mexican pizza back. Mexican I don't know pizza's if you saw that. back. We're going to work on the bagel sandwiches and then Hooters. But they have some delicious. Buffalo shrimp, if you enjoy the fried shrimp. I've never had the buffalo shrimp Hooters, there. But just had wings. I remember many, many years ago where I did an appearance with John Daly, Papa yeah. John Daly, yeah. at, I think it was like Golf Galaxy or one of the golfing stores. And it was a demonstration where he was going to teach me how to putt. Sure. That's, well, what a great person to teach you, right? A right. Legendary so, golfer. You know, I was going to host this thing and I got there and. You know, we're in the bowels of the store, and I introduced myself, and his handler was was with him. And the first thing he said, hey, nice to meet you. When do we get paid? And I said, well, I'm just I'm just the host, man. I mean, they're paying me, to too, paid too. So I don't know. I don't know. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then like 10 minutes would go by, and we would sort of be discussing about how everything's going to go. Hey, do you know when we get paid? I said, no, I don't. I don't really know. Don't know. Where we get paid. And then we started the uh, the event. There was a little intermission. During the intermission, he asked me again when we would be getting paid. As I, do, I don't know. And I don't, also don't know what he was making off of this. But let's hey, say it's ten grand. That would be very nice if that's yeah, what he was It making. would be very nice. But in his career at that point, he had made millions of dollars. Right, yeah. It almost, I mean, could it be that he was wondering when it was so that he could say, oh, as soon as I get that check, I am out of here. Like, even if they gave Maybe. it to him up front, he would have been like, So if I would have given him, the, if I handed him an envelope, yeah. 
Here you go, John. All right, I'm leaving. Well, we haven't maybe, done anything yet. Maybe he would have like gone out and said hello and then blown everything I else off and said, I, I can't do it now. I got to leave. But I remember during the demonstration, you know, he was giving me some pointers and he sort of stood over me. Oh. And did that thing where he, you know, held. Had his hands behind you. Yes, he was behind me. And ah, I, I, did, I felt his crotch. I felt his crotch. Up okay. against my ace. A little bit like uh, Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore in uh, Ghost. Just like that. And then the he said, when do we get paid? And I just handed him an envelope and that was the end of that. <laughs> well, good good to see he had his priorities straight, man. Yeah. He's just there yeah. for the check. He did not care about anything else other than getting that check. Seven Banks, former Buckeye defensive back. Uh, he already previously said he was transferring. Now he has revealed his destination. It is Brian Kelly and LSU. So he's going down there. That is interesting to me because I have thought at the time it was a little odd how all that went down. The whole situation was odd last year where, you know, we didn't have a ton of access to these guys anyway. The school makes people available based on how they feel that day. Well, oh, this person's sure. going to talk. This person's going to talk. And sometimes the, the media just sort of goes along with it, doesn't ask questions. I think it was a combination of that. Access was restricted because of the pandemic. When guys weren't playing, there weren't really a ton of questions as to why they weren't playing because, well, they could have the virus and they didn't want to disclose that type of information. Yeah, there's that too. But Seven Banks had that sort of year where, you know, one year ago, and you and I thought it was ridiculous, but one year ago, we're looking at, you know, mock drafts for 2022 and they had Seven Banks as a top 10 pick. And you and I both said, where the hell is this coming from? Just based on his measurables and star ranking coming out of high school? Because so far, he has shown nothing well, to yeah. be worthy of that. I mean, I think at the time, at least from what I recall, we were somewhat saying, like, I hope that's true. I mean, I well, didn't. Of course, you and I both wanted it to be true because that right. means he's awesome. Well, and it's no disparaging to him. It's just. I didn't feel like we'd seen enough at that time to say nobody did. No doubt he's a he's a first round pick no, or something they were like that. Pulling but, names out of their ass. Well, I felt like they were a little bit also the national media just saying, well, he slotted in as a starter. He was a you know big time recruit coming in, and he's got a lot of measurables and has played a little bit. So no doubt he'll take the next step. It was it was more an assumption of guys in that position in college sports at big time college programs more often than not they tend to do pretty well. And if you've got the right measurables and you have a decent year, the NFL is going to look at you and say, well, we don't care even if he didn't have the biggest stats in the world in college. We think we can turn him into the guy that we want him to be in the NFL. And that still might get you a first or second round pick just based on all that if you play the whole year. Yeah, but last year was going to be a big year for him. And he hardly played. And we didn't hear anything about it. And really, the last time we heard something about it, when was it? Was it... Feels it like January, January February, like an end of the year, you know, like the wrap up press conference for the season. Yeah, it was kind of Ryan like, Day just sort of said, on. "Oh yeah, he's moved on." And but we had no official. What does "moved on" mean? We didn't hear any official confirmation. Is he not? Is there a you know grade issue where he's moving on? Is he in the portal? Out of the portal? And then he eventually came out and said, "I'm in the portal." Well, I remember there were people saying, "So that must mean he's going to the NFL." And it's like, well, right, we didn't know that going, either. Is he going to the NFL or? What I mean, based on what? Because was he hurt? Like, why was he not playing? If he was hurt, why? I don't know. It, everything about that was It was weird. weird. The whole thing was weird. I think you can read a little bit more in based on this to say, hurt or not, 
it was clearly a situation where whatever was going on behind the scenes, he was not happy with how this season went at Ohio State and did not feel the need to come back here at Ohio State, wanted to go somewhere else. I mean, I don't know. There's lots of ways to read that. Could it also just be he wasn't on the field a ton? This defense did not look great. And maybe he felt like if I, you know, like many players would, if I was out there, this would be better. You know, maybe there's just some dissatisfaction there too that if he wasn't being put in the game for whatever reason, maybe that's also part. I have no idea. But yeah, now it goes to LSU and we'll we'll find out. I mean, maybe he will never see the field there either. Or maybe he'll go out and be one of the best players in the country like he was touted as going into last season. The Carolina Panthers are officially terminating the development agreement with Rock Hills, South Carolina, for a new headquarters and practice facility. The city could not deliver on $225 million worth of bonds. I just want to remind you that David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, is the richest owner in the NFL, worth $17 billion. And look, I'm not here to say that the city of Rock Hill, South Carolina, I know nothing about them. What about this deal? Honestly, if they're good people to do business with, maybe they promised something they couldn't deliver on. I have no idea. It could be they are bad at business. It also could be that a guy worth $17 billion should not be looking for public money to do anything. No, I I, I would think the best, if, if I had the level of money that he's talking about and when you own an NFL team, You've usually got that. Money. He's the richest. But he's of the, the richest rich of guys. all of them. Right. My point is, why would you mess around with local politicians and oh, I want to do that deal? Oh wait, no, I don't. And then the, just the back and forth and the negotiations, and then you got to make them. You got to you got to do something nice over here to get that to happen over there. Why would you want to do that when you could just get approval for a property that you could buy straight cash, homie? And then pay for that to be developed on your own dime. What's the most you have to do under any other circumstance? Get a couple zoning committees to say thumbs up to you building a place. And then once that's done, then you can go tell all these other local politicians. Yeah, screw you. You wanted me to come here. You wanted to have me there, but you didn't want to give me what I wanted. Well, I built it myself and now I get all this. I get all the revenue from it. Not you. It's all going to be going to me. That I would think that's the way you'd want to handle it. Maybe he will. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident on 270 Eastbound after US 23. It is causing some heavy backups. The right lane is blocked due to this crash. Police and ODOT crews are now on scene. Please be very careful. Plan on some heavy backups. Starbuck Report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. For inspiration to reach your goals, join Ben Nempton to get on track with five steps to make the seemingly impossible possible. Register at ExpressPros.com slash ExpressTalks. A free virtual event may fit from Express Employment Professionals. ExpressPros.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports. 
Hey, join the fan, 10TV, and the Ohio Education Association as we honor classroom heroes. In these weird times, teachers and educators need our support and recognition more than ever. Nominate your classroom hero at 971thefan.com slash heroes. Can we stop talking about in these weird times? It's just, it's weird all the time now. <laughs> well, it's just I, the way it is. I like that for a lot of people, it was never weird before just the last couple of years. Because I got news, homie. It's been weird for me for a lot of years. Like, just just being me, looking out at the world, there are lots of days where I'm like, this is weird. Well, and you know, I have to remind myself weird. sometimes when people talk about the world going to hell. And it is, but it's always been going to hell. Mm-hmm. When you look back at history, there's always something. The difference is you grow up and your perspective changes. When I was 22 years old, I didn't watch the news. Sure. I didn't read anything. I didn't know anything. I was blissfully unaware of the world going to hell. Now I'm all too aware. The world hasn't changed. I've changed. Oh, yeah. But I, I can, to that point, I can remember, you know, late 90s, my dad worked in computers and, you know, had to manage a lot of systems with computers. And I remember 1999, 98, like around that time, everyone was stressing out. With this whole, and maybe it was slightly before that, because they figured out eventually it wasn't going to yeah, be a big deal. Yeah, but it wasn't you, because the, you were in high school. It didn't matter to you. The Y2K stuff. Everyone said, uh-oh, we wrote all these programs with just two numbers, you know, 76, 77, 83, 84, for the year. What are we going to do when we get to zero, zero? We got to start over at 01. That's going to screw everything up. And I remember people thinking, like, airplanes are going to fall out of the sky on right, New Year's Day there's 2000. Always, there's always something. My parents are talking at uh, Easter. They were talking about the first condo that they bought in 1974. Okay. Something like that. The interest rate was 20%. Yeah. I mean, we, we bitch and moan about, oh, it's up to 5%. Holy crap. Right. Can you imagine? 20% inflation. 20% yeah, interest. That's, that's bad. <laughs> that's, it's all, but my point is it's always been bad. It's yeah, just that your perspective changes as you get older. Right. So I got to appreciate the good times. Which I know no, you love to do. That's what those you do, gone. Mike. You appreciate. You live in the good times. <laughs> inside the NFL. Hit it. Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Brought to you by my friend Dick Masheter Ford. Open 24-7 at MasheterFord.net. Bone. Let's check in on Justin Fields, former Buckeye quarterback, trying to make this year better as he is with the Bears. He has a new head coach, so hopefully things will be going a lot better in Chicago for him, but he was talking about what he can do to make this improvement that he wants to under new head coach Matt Eberflus. Eberflus! Yep, and he talked about it, and I, I like this answer he gave to Courtney Cronin of ESPN. He said, quote, there's stuff in the film last year where you could see that, of course, there were some instances where it was my fault that I got sacked. At the end of the day, it just comes to limiting those mistakes and getting the ball out and not taking those sacks. He did have one of the highest sack rates, I believe actually the highest sack rate among qualified passers and it was by a significant margin he was sacked 36 times getting taken down on 11.8 percent of his drop back so was some of that the offense was some of that of course it was the offensive line was not any good but he you know he had this mindset where it's hey my offensive line is bad and my head coach is stupid so now it's on me to go out there and make plays but sometimes you just have to realize the, that play's not going to happen. Right. So and you can't take the loss right. while you're trying to extend a play. Take and all that an incompletion stuff. for zero yards as opposed to the loss for 12. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's funny because that's a good point you bring up, which we can get to maybe sometime closer to NFL season. But 
we this is why looking at numbers can kind of screw you up if you're just like well this guy's completion percentage is better than that guy's it's like yeah but that other guy throws the ball away more and doesn't take bad sacks right. doesn't put his right. team in a third and 27 because he took a bad second and 18 right and that that's the type of thing that we sometimes lose focus on when that guy who threw two incompletions on first and second down is in a third and 10 and maybe they have a better chance of converting that than if they're third in a million so not that that's ideal but it's the idea that his numbers probably look a little different too if he throws a few more passes away next year or la- this year compared to last year uh speaking of quarterbacks have got something to prove sam darnold he's got something to prove we what talked about that well, I don't know. He's but bad. The verdict is out. Oh, not according to Ben McAdoo. Well, well, Ben McAdoo is talking about it, his new offensive coordinator there with uh, the Carolina Panthers. He says that that's one of the reasons he took the job. He said, Sam was one of the people that intrigued me for this job. Sam does have some magic in his game. Now, he also named him the starter, but then came back to that in his press conference and said, I just want to be clear. I shouldn't have said that at this point on the calendar. But what he was referencing is the only two guys on the roster right now are Sam Darnold and PJ Walker, who play quarterback. Well, so yeah, you know, yeah, he's why the starter else right say now it? because you're not the coach. Well, true enough, right? But reflecting probably the internal thinking as of now that yeah, if you had to start a game today, Sam Darnold is going to be your starter. Doesn't mean that's the plan for when they get to September. That may not be the guy they're planning on having call or you know standing in the huddle and taking the snap, but. That's where we are at this point. It was just hearing him say he has some magic in his game made me chuckle a little bit. And we'll just stick right with the quarterback theme. We've been trying to figure out where Baker Mayfield might go. Maybe it is Carolina. Maybe uh, Ben McAdoo will be wowed by that when Baker gets there. Or it could be Seattle, as we've mentioned. But Seattle announced they've re-signed Geno Smith. So maybe not. He signed a one-year contract with the Seahawks. It was initially reported he would return to Seattle and there too late last week. He's 31 years old now as Geno Smith, which I feel like he should somehow be both younger and older than that in the same vein. And I don't know <laughs> why that is, but I feel like he's been in the league for a million years, but also like he hasn't. 31 is like, I, I that jarred me a little bit. I, I wasn't expecting 31. Anyway, his contract's worth 3.5 million. You were expecting 20 or 50. Right. Nothing yes. in between. Right. Uh, his contract is worth 3.5 million with 500 grand guaranteed. He could make another 3.5 million in incentives. So... That's their plan as of right now. Uh, Kyler Murray did not report to the voluntary workouts with the Cardinals. No big shock there. J.J. Watt, James Conner, and others came out and said, who cares? And that's that's right. Who cares? Until he holds out and says, I never want to play for this team again. Well, right. And they if say, the, we, don't want to, we don't want you to play for us. If there weren't all these other things surrounding it, then you're right. Who cares? Yeah, there. I mean, there are there. They didn't say who cares. They said as long as he shows up ready to play week one, that's what we care about. It's right. like right. I know what you mean, but there is a little bit of drama surrounding this one. That's why it's making the news. Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold's got magic, magic Sam Darnold. I think we should call him that from now on. Magic Sam Darnold, magic hands. If he's Sam got Darnold. magic in his game, then Baker Mayfield is Harry Potter. Yeah, he's a, a true sorcerer. No, but I, I look, if you're looking at those two guys saying, I don't know who's better, then you're stupid. I know who's better. Baker Mayfield is much better. Yeah, well, he's proven more in his time in the NFL. It's just what we saw last year. That's that's what happens when you get ouchy Baker. And the reality is the ceiling is unfortunately now known, I think, for Baker Mayfield. No, I know that, but I would take ouchy Baker more than fully healthy Sam Darnold. Oh, that's that's true, how right. little I think of Sam Darnold. Yeah, you are not a fan. He sucks.
How much do USFL players make, Bone? I'm guessing not a lot. Well, we're going to tell you. Oh, okay. Coming maybe, up maybe well, it is I'm, I'm going to tell you. Maybe it is a lot. I don't no, know. it's not a lot. Okay. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some backups in Westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow in that area. Westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. Traffic is delayed there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Late Safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show or go to hell. This is Man and Bone. Happy Tuesday. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Coming up at 434. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game this week, Bone? We are going to do gigantic failure trivia. Coming up at 534, we'll talk about some of the biggest failures we've ever seen and how they all went down, and you can answer some trivia questions on that. Uh, I saw Jeff Passan. He covers baseball for ESPN. He makes $4 million a year. I like, just so we, you know. Let's just keep doing that with him, Schefter, all yeah. these guys. It's like, oh, by the way, Adam Schefter, he tweeted this out and makes $9 million a year. Jeff Passan, $4 million man says, the implementation of a strict pitch clock across minor league baseball has shaved 20 minutes off game times, dramatically speeding up the pace while not having a uh, demonstrable effect on scoring. Demonstrable? Demonstrable. Demonstrable. Yeah. I'm going with demonstrable. Okay. Effect on scoring. I'm going to say all words wrong now. Setting the stage for Major League Baseball to implement a clock for the 2023 season. Over the first 132 minor league games... That included a 14-second clock with the bases empty, 18 seconds with runners on, and penalties for pitchers and hitters that run afoul of it. The average game time was 2 hours, 39 minutes. In a control set of 335 games run without the clock to begin the season, games lasted an hour or an average of 2 hours and 59 minutes. All right, so they're saying they're going to add this in soon. We knew ne- this next year they'll probably they'll probably do it we in twenty twenty three. But we're not like this is not shocking news, right? No, they're it's, this it's, up? it's just you have a larger sample size here, the pitch clock in minor league baseball, as opposed to just one, you know, league using Right, it. right, right. It's all of the minor leagues using this pitch clock now. And they're saying it's you know, we know how much time it's saving. Twenty minutes. Yeah, I, I think that the overall savings are good on the time thing, right? That's not overall a bad thing. And it would be silly to say, well, let's just not do it because we know it can save some time. But at some point, I think there needs to be a, what's the term they use? Diminishing returns. Like you have to evaluate that part of it too, where we could save a minute 37 per game. If we do this really gigantic change, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know if this one is so absurd that we, would say, wow, it's going to be hard to watch baseball games, more so than it maybe already is. To your point, 
we are so fixated on how much time we can shave off of these games. And I'm not saying that's not important because it is. I have been the biggest critic of the way the game is played. But shaving time off of the game doesn't necessarily make the make the game better. Right. Playing the game the way that it should be played, creating a, a flow for the game that embraces the nuance of baseball. For example, you know, I'm sure you watch you watch plenty of superhero movies that are almost three hours long, right? Yeah, right, right. But when it's good, you don't you're, care. You're not sitting there saying, Oh, how long is this? I can't believe we're at two hours and thirty minutes and this movie's still going on. Because you're engrossed in what you're watching. It if the product is the same, but it's twenty minutes shorter, what's the difference? Right. If the gameplay is not something you enjoy watching, if every if every at bat results in either a home run or a strikeout and there's not much in between, if if there's not and, and I'm not saying everybody watches baseball the same way. There are lots of people who say, Yeah, I, I'm totally cool with watching a game where pretty much all the action is going to be either does this guy hit a home run or does he strike out? And if that's the baseball you like to watch, congratulations. We're we're getting there. But, no, we are there, my right, friend. But a lot of people might say, yeah, it's not for me. I don't enjoy that. It was interesting. Went to the Clippers game over the weekend, and not that it's played the same way. I mean, it's it's a little different still than Major League Baseball, but a lot of the same things apply, right? You see, I saw more home runs, I felt like, or more really loud outs that, that were generated and made you think, this could be going, this could be gone, warning track shots, all that stuff, Then I think I saw ground balls all day. You know, like the game's just changed. It's different. Maybe you like that. Maybe you you don't. But if the game's an hour and 45 minutes, but that's how it's played, to your point, that's not a lot better. It just means now the games are shorter and they're over quicker. But if that's the only goal is shortening the games, then play seven innings. Right, hell, play two innings. Let's just settle this real quick. Let's have a starter out there for an well, inning I mean, and then let's have a closer doing and let's that be done. For extras now. Right. Where it's yes. runner, runner on ghost runner on second base to start extra innings. Well, what's the problem? You get out of here quicker. Yeah, but that's not the essence of what this game is. Obviously, the point is not to just quicken up the game, make it shorter. That's it. Because, like I said, that absurdity of two inning baseball. That they would do that if it was just a goal of shortening the game. You're trying to make the game more enjoyable, right? Yes. So, so all everything you're trying to do should be to make this game be an enjoyable thing for fans. And if fans are saying the majority of them and you're growing the game when you say this, if people are coming to you and saying, I like seeing home runs, it's all I really want to see, it's all I care about, I don't care if it takes seven hours to play these games, I don't care if it's 25 to 23, that's what I'm looking for in baseball, then they will they will tailor the game to eventually get there down the road. I just don't think that's where the majority of baseball fans are. Now, in fairness to Major League Baseball, they are not just saying, we're just going to shave some time off and call it a day. They are trying other things to improve the gameplay they want to make it easier to steal bases they want to make it easier to go to first to third they want to ban the shifts so that you know more balls are put in play and they'll find holes yes we could be having a larger conversation about how does a guy who's making 22 million dollars not know how to you know apo taco when you see the entire infield on one side of of you yes that is another discussion but it's clear at this point that's not going to happen Yasmani Grandal is never going to realize how to poke a ball to shortstop. He'd rather hit it 110 miles an hour off the bat straight to the second baseman. That's not going to change. So Major League Baseball is trying to change it. Right. And and I appreciate that the strategies that the players are adopting are in direct response to a lot of 
you know, the innovations that have happened and the talent level you have in Major League Baseball. Jason Stark has brought this up when we talked with him. That, sure, why can't guys, why can't more guys poke it to the left side? Well, the answer is because guys have, for years, I'm not saying it's the way it is now, but for years, remember, guys were using all kinds of substances, legal or borderline legal or kind of not legal, but it wasn't caught before they started inspecting the goo. Remember that whole thing we went through the last few years? Mm-hmm. They, it was harder to hit some of these pitchers. They've gotten better, too, with their mechanics. They've gotten better with figuring out where to throw a baseball, and they, they don't deviate from their plan as much. There is more of a game plan, probably, I would say, in Major League Baseball, wouldn't you, than there was 60, 70 years ago, where a, a pitcher might say, this is my best pitch. This is my out pitch. This is what I'm doing. Now I think pitchers look a little bit more at, yeah, but I can't throw that pitch against this guy because it's it ain't going to work as well on him. Or I can throw this pitch against anyone because I throw it at 103. And it doesn't matter. There's I think, more of that. I think video technology hurts a lot, too. Sure. Because instead of guys going up to the plate and figuring it out, they already know what they're going to do before they s- step foot in the plate. They are looking for a specific pitch. And if they right. don't get that pitch, they're not swinging at it. Even if the result would be beneficial, right? You poke the ball to the left side, you drive in a run. And you know what? In fairness to the players, they have been told you know, monetarily to what Major League Baseball values over oh, the years. You're exactly guy right. I just said, why can't Yasmani Grandal, and I'm picking on him, but he's he's a guy who does it. You know, the entire left side of the infield is open. Why can't he just poke a ball there, especially when he's getting a ball in the outside corner? Because pitchers will still pitch there because they know hitters will not take the easy single that's right there. The answer is because throughout his playing career, Teams have gone to him and they've said, hey, uh, we know that you can get on base 70% of the time doing that. We'd rather you not do that and hit a three-run home run 10% of the time. Yeah. That's better for us than you just poking the ball into left field and driving in one run oh, every time. Much of the thing, not just in sports, much of the things that we look at in life and say, why, why do people do that? Or why did this group of people do this? Or why did everybody in this town suddenly stop going to this bowling alley or anything like that? A lot of that can be explained by incentives, right? Human behavior is we, we are reactionary creatures when something shocks us or hurts us or makes us feel bad, we instinctively go away from it. When something makes us feel good, we get good you know, feedback on it. We do more of it, right? So that's what happens in baseball. Guys hit home runs and suddenly they are getting the deals that used to be the contact hitters would maybe be valued a little bit more in Major League Baseball. Not to say that they're... <laughs> Every contact hitter was getting paid and all these guys who get at home runs were just getting ignored. But it's the idea of there were a lot more contact hitters, spray the ball everywhere kind of guys who did a lot of other things. Now that's not valued as much as, yes, you're right, Mike, a guy who can hit 45 home runs. USFL started up this weekend. If you watched it, congratulations. I did not watch a second of it. But how much do these guys make? I have the answer for you. According to USFL News, that is a website, Each player on the active roster is paid $4,500 per game, which ends up being $45,000 for the season if a player remains on the active roster for the entire 10-game regular season. Players on the practice squad earn $1,500 a week, a $15,000 payout if the player remains on the practice squad for the entire regular season. Players are also given $600 a week during training camp. That does not occur during the regular season. For each win, players get an extra 850 bucks. 
a member of the USFL's championship team will receive a $10,000 bonus. So, follow me here. If you're on the active roster the entire season, you're making forty-five grand. That's all right. A player could earn nearly $70,000 if his team goes undefeated and wins the championship. Okay, but the ceiling is seventy grand for professional football in the USFL. No one will get to seventy thousand dollars. No, but it, right, that's the forty-five thousand dollars, and everybody gets paid the same. There's no separate contracts for quarterbacks or running backs, anything like that. Yeah. By the way, did you uh, did you happen to see some of the pictures from the stands? Well, what did you expect? Yeah, I know. And they had they had a game that was one of them was postponed today because of weather. But I mean, it, it didn't even look like there were people there. I mean, there no, were, I but, saw the Birmingham game had some people there because that's the local team. Right, but, right. But they're all all the games are in Birmingham, and there's a Birmingham team that played, what, New Jersey, I want to say, on Saturday Yeah, but Saturday for night. the other games, I mean, they could literally throw the doors open for free, which is what they're doing, and I still don't think people would go. No, I don't. I mean, I don't think, and we talked about this quite a bit throughout the time they've put this together, people don't have a history with these teams. It's not like, you know, hey, I don't know if Ohio State's going to be good or bad, although we obviously know usually every year Ohio State's going to be pretty good. But name your college school, right? Name your college football team you follow. There's there's going to be people who show up no matter what because, well, that's my alma mater. That's where I went. I have an affinity for that school. USFL teams don't have that. And you're not going to get it from people who remember 30 years ago, oh, I like the old USFL. Get out of here. No one's going for that. So you're just going to get people who are curious or people who just are really football junkies. And there's not as many of those as you actually think. No, they may tune in. I saw they they what they got 3 million viewers this weekend on two networks. And by the way, that's the USFL's estimate. That's not the actual official well, well, whatever official it is. I wonder how many of those people come back for week 2 and week 3. Once they watch it, it's a novelty. Are you coming back for this? I don't I don't think a lot of people will unless they have some, you know, there's a player they want to watch or you know, if there's gambling involved in some way, but beyond that, I just don't, or you just really love football, but after a few weeks, are you going to keep caring about teams well, you really don't love football, have any affinity for? I also, part of sports is, you know, having emotions for what you're watching. Right, I, I right, have right. no emotion for this. I don't care. That's what I mean, is if you're someone who just likes to watch tape, that's, and you want to you watch football film all day long, you might stick around and watch that. Most people won't. Uh, Nick Saban, still a hard ass. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for ramp restrictions. A disabled vehicle on the ramp to eastbound I-70 downtown split Downtown split from the 71 northbound area. On, on some heavy slowdowns as they try to get things cleaned up. About a 10 to 15 minute backup is expected. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Have the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust.
No college education, and it shows. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Rapid Fire coming up at 434. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? This week we're going to do epic fail trivia. So, trivia about this show. Something like that. Uh, Former Cy Young winner Jake Arrieta has announced his retirement. Uh, the league retired him. I mean, he's he's been bad. Well, true he's enough. been bad for a couple of years, but you know, Jake Arrieta. Look, there's been rumblings about him. Was he on stuff? Was he doing stuff? Maybe I don't know. What I can tell you is that along with a couple of those Pedro Martinez years, Jake Arrieta is 2015, 22 and six with a buck 77 ERA. I would watch some of those starts, and I didn't know how anybody would ever get a hit off this guy. That's how good he was. Well, he had, he had two games where no one did get a hit. I know, but he, him, he was just so locked in. You know, if guys did hit him, it was an accident. Yeah, that's right. You know, you get like bloop stuff that really wasn't hard hit, or he'd be uncharacteristically wild. But that season in particular, he had a couple of years where he was just very good. But that season in particular, I don't know how anybody hit him. Yeah, it's it's interesting in that podcast because he also says when he's asked about it. This was like, a Barstool podcast he was Yeah, on. he said, I didn't even, he said, the, the paperwork isn't even signed, but yeah, I'm done. You know, to your point about being retired by the league, he he had to be resigned to the fact that he's done because that that has left him. Whatever it was, right? If it was some stuff, if it was... He had substances he was allowed well, to use. I don't know, I'm, I'm saying like he I'm was a reclamation the the project or whatever. too because he started with Baltimore and oh, really, right. and really yeah. did nothing with Baltimore. And then the Cubs sort of took a flyer on him and then he just became the, the greatest pitcher in the game. Yeah. Almost overnight. Was he the one that had a big Pilates routine? Yes. I want to say yes, where he got yes. like equipment because like when I think of Pilates, maybe I have not really understood it, but I thought it was like a little bit more of like yoga but there's maybe some weights involved and then i didn't i didn't know about pilates machines i was not aware of that at all and then i saw his setup and i said oh gosh i have no idea it looked like a medieval torture chamber but that's what he would do to like he claimed that was the key to his success was that he unlocked you know his muscles were more stable and he was able to do things that he previously couldn't in training and that's what led to him having these great years whatever it was it fell off fairly quickly after just a three or four year run which is not totally uncommon when you look at guys in that position, no, right? But, but but I'll tell you, for the highs three were or high four years, him. man, he was awesome. Yeah, uh, Nick Saban's still crazy. So Alabama had their spring game this weekend. We always ask, we always wonder, what motivates these guys? When they've been to the top of the mountain multiple times, Nick Saban is, to me, the greatest college football coach of all time. But yet he's still out there, still motivated. You'd think he would soften over time, at least according to this, he is not. So you got a a winning team for the spring game and a losing team. Nick Saban told the team beforehand, hey, the winning team gets to come in and have a catered, fantastic dinner. All right? Yeah, there you go. If you're on the losing team, you get franks and beans with white bread. No dessert. That's what you get. Mm -hmm. And so he held his team to it. So the spring game's over. You got the winning team enjoying their nice meal. You got Franks and beans and white bread for the losing team. One of the members of the winning team tried to share some chocolate cake mm-hmm. with one of the members of the losing team. 
and Saban just starts screaming at him. <laughs> Not to give his food to that loser. That's good. You earned that chocolate cake. That guy didn't earn his chocolate cake. You and I were talking about this before the show. It's humorous. I'm laughing at it. Right? It's not. Look. No, it's not a huge deal. It's not a huge deal. It's, it's a hard-ass coach thing. But, you know, you just wonder. You wonder if there's ever going to be a time where Nick Saban can just sort of step back and relax. I don't think there ever will be. I think I think he'll be, like, in the box. And someone will say, like, yeah, practice today. We kind of didn't go that hard. And his, like, hand will just reach out and grab someone and be like, you better run hard and practice. Like, he just... This is a guy, and I brought this up many a time, but I think it's illustrative of who he is. Go back and read some of his biographies that have been written about this guy. When he was a kid, his other kid friends from school would come over. Guys on his peewee football team that his dad coached, because his dad loved football too, and he ran a gas station in West Virginia, and that's his whole story. He worked hard as a kid. But dad and him, they'd have a pizza party. The kids would come over. They'd flip the TV on the living room, sit out there and watch TV, and he'd be like, all right, boys, see you later. We're going to go watch film. And they'd be like, wait, but I thought we were hanging out with you. He goes, nah, me and dad got film to watch. And they'd stay in there watching film all night. And the guys said they would go and occasionally peek their head in, and they'd sit there for like 20 minutes with these crazy people and watch their own game film from their peewee football game. And then they'd go, okay, there it was. Well, that's what happened. And then they'd click it back and rewind it and start it over. And they'd say, are we going to play? This is really boring. And they said all the kids just fell asleep, bored, because Nick Saban was at home watching football with dad until everyone fell asleep. And then he'd get up in the morning, and he'd want to go play football and watch football and draw plays. This is The guy has always been crazy like this, is what I'm trying to say. It's not a new thing. No, I him. know it's not a new thing, but I... I don't know. You know, you sort of mellow as you get older, especially when you've accomplished a lot of things. A lot of the things that stress us out when you're younger, you don't worry about that as much because you got more money than God. Yeah. You've, and it, you've won championships and you would think it's like, all right, you didn't win, but I have a piece of cake. It's right, fine. Sure. No, there's no. no. And no I'm surprised dip. he didn't knock the cake out of the winning guy's hand for trying to share it. Now you're on the losing team. Meanwhile, everyone on the losing team is just like sitting there going, all right, as soon as I can get out of here, Uber eats to my place. Done. Like, does the message get lost, Nick, when after they eat their beans and franks and they, they white bread with the other guys getting chocolate cake, do they then, as they walk back to their locker room that probably cost each individual locker stall like $20,000 to put together, and then they get into their luxury car that a lot of these guys probably have, either through name, image, or likeness, or just being a famous college athlete in the SEC, and then they drive back to probably the nicest dorms on campus, if they're even on campus, does the message maybe get lost in any of that? Like, I know I know it's a psychological thing, but it's also just it's ridiculous. And you know all these guys are getting whatever they want as soon as they leave. It's not a big deal. It's no, no one's getting hurt. It's just Nick Saban trying to lay down the wall, and it's kind of comical. Rapid Fire coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for ramp restrictions. There's a crash on the ramp to US 33 from I-70 eastbound. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Traffic is still slow from Livingston Avenue in this area. Please use caution as things clear. Starving Report is sponsored by Insperity. Insperity providing HR support for 30 plus years, including access to better benefits and HR technology. Insperity's mission is to help businesses succeed so communities prosper. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. Join Bobby Carpenter and A.J. Hawk at a -a one-of-a-kind bourbon-tasting fundraiser at Brick House Blue in Dublin. It all goes down Thursday from 6 to 8. It benefits Life Sports, which brings sports leadership and life skills to Columbus area youth. Ute. Ute. For more information, visit 971thefan.com. All right. That's very nice. Mm, very nice. Very nice. Rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy. Rapid fire number one. Which Buckeye player or players impressed you the most during the spring game? Uh, I will say Evan Pryor. You know, we sort of look every single year and get spoiled and say, you know, who's going to be the next great running back in this offense because we've had so many. But I think being a good running back in the offense is different from being a special running back in the offense. And I think Evan Pryor has that ability. Whether he's going to live up to it or not, I have no idea. Yeah. But he could be a guy that we talk about being down the road a first-round pick. I think that's that's uh, a good point there. I'll say JT Tuimolo-Wow also impressed me a little bit. I know he came in with a lot of hype, but you know, he didn't have a, a great first year. didn't have a terrible first year, but... Now we get to see what he can really do, and I think you saw a little little bit of a glimpse of it, two sacks in this game. He looked very quick off the line, so hopefully the new defense will benefit him quite a bit. Rapid fire number two. Will the USFL ever get to a point where their teams actually play in the cities they represent? Look, I know that Fox Sports claims that they have all this money invested into this, and it's going to be a three-year plan for them, but I can't see it, man. I you know We've, we've fallen victim to this. In the past, where we think, oh, this spring league has staying power. I think it's probably going to be back for a second season. But I think Fox won't be able to justify the extra cost it's going to be to move these guys out of one central location. I think it's either going to be in Birmingham or they'll pick another USFL city next season. But they'll be all in the same spot. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, no as well. I just don't... No, I don't think there's... The, the financial backing you need to make a league like this work is is not something that I, even though they say they've got the big networks behind them, they're all going to pull the plug on this too quick for it to actually gain traction. And I think you're right. The cost savings are too much. So, no. We said it with the alliance where they would come out and say, we are comfortable losing money. Yes, in theory, they are until they actually do. Yeah, right. Rapid fire number three. Brady, Rogers, Mahomes, and Josh Allen are playing golf in the next The Match on TNT. Which of these four quarterbacks will win the Super Bowl next? Um, I know a lot of people love Josh Allen. He's a very good quarterback. I had doubts about him coming into this league, but he's very good. The team's very good. But look, man, I don't bet against Tom Brady. Tom Brady still led the league in passing yards last year. He retired for two seconds. He's back this year, fully committed you know, maybe there won't be that friction there between head coach and him, and that allows him to flourish even more. 
So if I had to put money on this, Tom Brady's still my guy. I am going to bet against Tom Brady just because I do think there's a little bit more to this. I don't know. Like, I feel like the the thought with him was I'm going to go and join the Dolphins. And then, of course, a lot of people have shot that down. And then the noise is still there. I think this is a weird situation for him that is just going to keep getting weirder. Not that he won't be really good. He will be. Not that that team won't be really good. It will be. Winning a Super Bowl, though, I think Josh Allen and that Bills team have been so close. Yeah, I know. Maybe this is the year they fall off, too. But I think they've gone out try to make improvements to that team more so than any of these other teams that I'm looking at. And all those quarterbacks being really, really good and playing at their best, I think the better team is up there in Buffalo. So I'm going to go with that. Rapid fire number four. Russell Wilson just bought a multi-million dollar house in Denver that has an indoor pool and basketball court. What exotic feature would you choose to have in a multi-million dollar house? Well, first of all, I want some uh, some land because I want separate buildings. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I want yeah. my main house, but then I want a basketball court. But I don't want one of these like, hey, it's your basement. It's a half court. It's sunken in. No, I don't want any of that. Full size basketball. I want court. like a barn where it's a full size basketball court. Yep. Also, in that little barn area. When I say barn, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yes. Fully climate controlled, state yeah, of the yeah, art, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. I want like ping pong stuff and arcade games and a radio station. I'm not talking about a radio studio. I'm talking about a station with multiple studios in there where you and Ted just come over every single day and we do the show from That's there. That's great. I like that a lot. I uh, I would like all of what you just said, but definitely like a pool and or a basketball court would be like one in one A. But I would also really enjoy a big mahogany, like floor to ceiling shelves library with nice tables and like a big desk you could sit at and like thick leather chairs. You want like maybe a, a little humidor and some rich and people some, English yes. library. And then I want a really smart person to stock it full of books that yeah. I have no say over. But they and look I, pretty. Well, not just that, but then I get to take the ladder and like go wheel around and look and climb up. Oh, are like, you going to oh. read them? I'll pull one out and say, well, this is a good book. A smart person picked it out for me. And then I'll sit there and read that for, I don't know, seven months. And then when I get done with that, I'll read another one. But I want brandy and cigars and then the books. I could, I I could live in that. Mus- musician brandy was there. No. I, that's, no. Welcome to the library, No, I just, mean, I just mean the, the drink or whiskey, whatever no, you want to have there. I got there. it. I got I got it. it. Uh, rapid fire number five. All right. Bjork, she plays a witch in the new movie, The Northman. What's your favorite performance by a musician in a movie? Now, Teddy tipped us off with this question, so I was thinking long and hard about it. I have two names for you. Okay. I want to get your take on it. I, I think you're going to agree with both of them. All right. Meatloaf in Fight Club. Meatloaf's great. Yeah, I think you could you could put Meatloaf in that, or you could also put him in uh, Tenacious D's movie, right? I believe he was in that as well. But sure, yes. he's, he was great in, in those movies, correct. And Weird Al Yankovic in UHF. Yes, Weird Al I know you UHF. love UHF. Well, that's it. I mean, Weird Al was so great in that movie, and it's, it's something... The movie itself is absurd. He is absurd. And yes, he is first and foremost a musician, but he's kind of like a multi-talented, does-everything person. Honorable right. mention is Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. As Needles in Back to the Future 2. Oh, that's not what I was thinking of. Because Flea is also one of the nihilists, I want to say, 
in the Big Lebowski. You're right. He is in he Big gets, Lebowski. Uh, he gets the bowling ball to the, to the nuts, I believe. Mm-hmm. But So Flea has an acting career. The guy I was going to throw in there, though, because this is, I mean, this is a guy who is purely known for his music, and then obviously being a great entertainer, Ray Charles, Blues Brothers. But the movie is kind of set up for musicians to Well, yeah, Aretha Franklin movie. in that movie yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Any of them you want to take that were in that movie, James Brown is in that movie. Mm-hmm. Blues Brothers one of my all-time favorite films, but yeah, that's... Blues Brothers 2000? Not so not, much. No. no, no. Teddy, do you have an answer for this? I'd have to go to my, a couple of my country music guys were oh. uh, Dwight Yoakam and Sling Blade. I forgot. Yeah, yes, he Dwight Yoakam was a terrible person in that one. Dwight Yoakam, was, though... From Columbus, right? Yeah. Oh, is yeah, that right. Not absolutely. Mistaken. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. And also, my guy George Strait for Pure Country. I don't know Pure Country. What is that movie? He he get this. He is plays like a country. Michigan? He plays a country music star, right? <laughs> and he's fed up with the big, like the lights and oh, sure. everything from the smoke machines. And he's just like, I just want to get back to my roots. And he walks out on the tour and goes back and. Finds love out on you know some you know backwoods you know where, town. Where, and, where was this movie shown? Was this a direct like a to Hallmark DVD? Movie. No, 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 no. This was a theatrical really? you know, release. Yeah, there's okay. there's actually sequels to this that he's not in, and they were straight to DVD. Oh, okay, I see. But I gotta I look this no, up. Yeah. I didn't even know about this franchise of movies. Who yeah. was the love interest? I don't remember her name. Okay, thanks. Yeah. But the, oh, man, uh, she's a woman. I don't care <laughs> about her, man. The soundtrack it was uh, one of the biggest soundtracks ever as well, I believe. Oh, yeah. really? Had, ever? For, ever. Cut, for, you know, country, I believe. But, yeah, he, he had a lot of good hits on that song, or that CD. Okay, all right. Bigger than uh, the soundtrack to Bodyguard? I mean, that would be... No. I'm going to say, I mean... That's, that's one of the greatest selling albums of all time. That's what I'm saying. I would think that might Whitney be Houston album might have, you know, might have surpassed... Pure Country. Maybe. What's, what's the name of the movie? Pure, Pure Country. Pure Country. I just said it, yeah. Sounds like a compilation from Time Life Music that you would get. You're like, <laughs> it does. Don't you <laughs> the wish? The late night infomercial. But it would be like, I'm trying to think of who would be the person. Probably, yeah, it would probably be someone like Tim Allen who's like, hey, don't you miss Real Country? Hi, Tim Allen here for Time Life. Let me tell you about Pure Country. This is the album you want. And then it's got all these old country musicians on there. Merle Haggard's on there. Mm. That's what you're getting. Buck Owens. Yeah, Buck Owens. Good call by you. Bakersfield, California. I, I love the Bakersfield sound. When it e- comes to country, everything was Buck Owens in really? Bakersfield, oh, yeah, California. I bet you were very As familiar. a matter of fact, the radio station that I worked for was, was owned by Buck Owens. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Now, now I know why you got the reference. That's good. Dude, there's Brad Paisley, like, plays a lot of stuff. I know you don't know who Brad Paisley is. I know but, who he is. But a lot of his stuff has some of that vibe to it. Who's he married to? He's married to somebody, Brad Paisley. I don't some remember. famous actress. Is, yeah, is I'm he? sure he is. I don't remember who. Because Keith see. Urban is married to Nicole Kidman, correct? She was in the, uh, the movie with Steve Martin, Father, Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride, that's right. The daughter and Alice Father of the Bride. Oh, really? Alice Brad Paisley is married Brad to Paisley her. Brad Paisley married the daughter from Father of yes. the Bride? And I, t- I haven't Good seen her him. recently, but back in the day, she was a hot piece of ass. <laughs> Why did you sound like a person wearing a tracksuit who's 87? She's like, I gotta tell you, she's a hot piece of ass. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I did it on purpose. I did it on just at a, you know, like at a construction site, just like, hey, hey, sweet cheeks, you're not even saying words at this point. You're just yelling and grunting. Kimberly Williams is her name. Kimberly, yes. Kimberly, 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 Kimberly
father of the bride, too. I'm not Martin Short, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. That's what she... <laughs> Dad owned a shoe factory, if I recall. I said, go away for you. Size 13 over here for what it's worth, Tuts. Ah. <laughs> She's a hot piece of ass. That's what I heard. <laughs> Uh, all right, the Browns are being investigated by the NFL. We'll talk about it next. Cowan Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. You good? We good? All right. Watch out for ramp restrictions on 71 northbound and I-70. There's a disabled vehicle on the ramp to eastbound I-70. Traffic is stop and go from Greenlawn Avenue in this area. Still continues to build. Plan on some heavy slowdowns as things get cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. I just went out in the hallway during the break, and Timmy Hall, host of the Buckeyes show, looked at me and said, you know who I think is a hot piece of ass? Oh, who's that? Zach Efron. <laughs> well, he's right. Zach's great. Uh, Doing very good things. Uh, uh, uh. Love Zach Efron. Bah! Bah! If you like Buck Owen, you'd love Zach Efron. Buck Owen or Buck Owens? Buck Owens. I don't remember. I thought it was Buck. You're my. Yeah, well, I thought know. it was Buck Owens. I don't know. I thought know. it was you, Buck Owens as well. It's Buck Owens. I don't know why I said Buck Owen. Hmm. He and Dwight Yoakam did some uh, music together. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, like, Buck Streets Owens. Streets of Bakersfield. Yeah, he did that. And then he's been on. Him and Brad Paisley did songs together. Like, that. I like that Bakersfield country sound. I will do that more than, like, you know, Florida Georgia Line, all that stuff. No thanks. What about Big and Rich? You like no, them? Not my guys. No? Nope. I'm trying to think what else. I like, I mean, I, there's... I'm going like, name all the country people I know. Okay, go ahead. Dixie, Dixie Chicks. Dixie Chicks, Are they yeah. not country? I, yeah. Th- depends on who you ask. They were, you know, they started country anyway. Yeah, they were very country to start, and then they got kind of yelled at for taking stances on things, but no, I think they had some great country albums. Dolly Parton. Extremely country. Willie yes. Nelson. Oh, yeah. Uh, we classifying Johnny Cash as country? Absolutely. Is he more yeah. Americana? No, he would definitely fall in the country category. 100%. Because I like Johnny Cash. Yeah. But I always put it in a separate category. No, he he's claimed by country music. I mean, obviously, you have to remember in like the 70s and 60s, there were some turns that country music made where, you know, like Ring of Fire, there's, there's all different 
elements going in that song that is not just like a straight up little country tune. Right, but right. Plenty of his stuff is qualified as country, and I would yes, qualify well, him as a country musician. Garth Brooks, of course, and yes, uh, who was the guy who was on Wings? What was his name? Oh, Clint Black. Clint Black, yeah. Vince Gill, very Teddy's yes. guy. I think did I hear that right? The Vince Gill's playing with the Eagles tonight. Is that yes? He that's, is. That's what. Yeah, we were talking to Platinum Fox beforehand, and he said that he plays guitar now for the i had no idea that's awesome mm-hmm. so is vince neal i believe <laughs> vince neal's gonna be there too no he's not Welcome to the hotel California. <laughs> if he could be that intelligible he might still be someone you'd want to go watch but he can't even get that out i'll tell you what man it's, it's rough it's rough to see these guys and like if you i have you seen some of the footage of my guy john bon jovi on this latest yes i did and it's it's not great i mean he's always had a different sound live than in the studio but he is struggling he is struggling to sing the simplest of songs now even in lower keys i know that his personal pride probably wouldn't allow for this but would anyone know if like 10 years ago he had just started singing to a track where, like, it's a mix of him and the track, but they could, like, on a night where he doesn't have it after he would a song never, or two. He never would do that, but... Well, I'm just... Th- you're right. Then the why go out? You know what I mean? 65 Honestly. 65-year-old women showing their tots at the Bon Jovi <laughs> concert? They probably don't care. They wouldn't care. And honestly, why, why go out now and disappoint everyone? Like, why not just say, yeah, I don't have it anymore, so I'm going to just play the hits, and I have backing singers who can sing it extremely well. The band's still playing live. My vocals are just going to be cleaned up a little bit. There's a website website called Metal Sucks, which is not about how metal sucks. It's people who love metal. Yes. They had a video of him singing that to Wanted Den or Alive, and it's Uh, so painful to watch. That's one where if you're not hitting the notes right, it's it's just going to be... It's not going to sound any... That that song has aged a bit, but if you hit the notes right, it could still have its moments. Oh, absolutely. It does. But well, that's what I'm saying. But if you can't hit the notes, because it's got a little bit of a yeah. You know what, Teddy? Why don't you find that? We'll play some of it. That would be bad. We'll play some of it. Metalsucks.com. And we'll but find. Me- but the metal video. does not suck. We just want to be very clear. I got it. Uh, the Browns are under investigation by oh, the NFL. Yeah. Are we doing that now? Do we have time? I, I don't care. All right. They're they're part of this it's whole. All the same. <laughs> Oh, and the names have changed. If you think that's bad, that's 10 times better than what John's doing right now. Right. Uh, basically, the same investigator who's been looking into all the allegations with Washington football team is now looking into the allegations going on with the Browns and tanking. And the Browns say they welcome this investigation. The Browns, in their statement, their press person put out basically said yeah hey you know uh hugh already recanted this well that was kind of the attitude was like hey hugh already recanted those statements but we welcome it just because we want to make sure everyone knows that there's nothing to this okay i mean hugh jackson's been all over the board on this has he not yeah where he first made the allegations that he got paid to tank and then said well i don't know if money changed hands but i knew what they wanted from me and then now he's back in and is like i can't wait for them to expose this you know he doesn't know what he's doing so which which way is it hugh did did they pay you or the reality is a lot of teams have paid coaches to tank they just don't put it in writing or say it or they don't tell the coaches go out and lose games well that's why the stephen that's, ross allegations are very damning this is the argument that we're having now if those conversations took place 
where Stephen Ross said, I will pay you on a per-game basis to lose. Yeah. Then that's a whole different story than an organization that has a plan, and that plan does not involve winning right away. Exactly. It's completely different. I saw Daryl Ryder up in Cleveland who had a thought on that. Basically, it was like, look at what uh, Greg Williams did once he took over for Hugh Jackson. And then it's like the the same roster got better when that guy coached. It's like, right. So if Hugh is a bad coach and you paid him to coach these guys, wouldn't that also be a form of tanking if you're like keeping a bad coach around? Yes. I mean, you could argue that too, but that's not the issue here. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find some ramp restrictions. A disabled vehicle on the ramp to Eastbound I-70 downtown split. That is from 71 northbound. Traffic is stop and go from Greenlawn Avenue and still continues to build. Please be very careful. Plan on heavy backups. This traffic report is sponsored by New Jersey Division of Travel and Tourism. Boost your mood this spring in New Jersey. Discover parks, forests, and family attractions, distinctive dining, and inspiring art, history, and culture. Book your summer getaway now, too. Go to visit NJ.org. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game, Boner? Uh, We are going to learn about the biggest fails in history, some uh, product rollouts that did not work well, just like CNN Plus is not not no. working out well right now. So we'll look into those coming up. We were talking about Vince Neal from uh, Motley Crue mm-hmm. and how he just can't do it anymore. And by the way, I'm not making fun of these guys. We're about to play you some no. audio from John Bon Jovi. I don't know that I'm making fun of them. It's more of just... Why? Why, I feel, why do you go out and because do they, this? They probably are like, well, I don't have... This is my entire life. This is my entire identity. Why do these coaches coach until they're 80 years old? Because they're afraid when they stop, they're going to die. Yeah, I know. But some of these coaches who do it can still somewhat do it at a high level, you're, right? You're exactly right. That's a different thing than what these guys are doing. And, you know, for a guy like John Bon Jovi, who's 60 years old, he probably thinks in his mind, well, I'm still a young man relatively speaking sure right there's not a lot of 60 year olds moving into retirement communities you still have a lot of life to live of course and he's probably thinking well, i can still play the guitar and i can still jump around on stage i'm in good shape i just can't sing these songs anymore teddy this is from uh what concert was this where was he when he did this it's april the 9th in raleigh all right april the 9th in raleigh this is john bon jovi trying to sing wanted dead or alive Got it all, man. 
Oh, man. You should see his face, too. Because he is so frustrated with himself. He's trying so hard. Ah, uh, yeah, that yeah. sucks. All right, thank you, Ted. And by the way, I, I take no joy. I love John Bon Jovi. The day that John Bon Jovi passes away, I'm going to have to take the day off of work. Right, That's how much guy. I love this guy. Well, I will tell you, though, too, I mean, having gone to... I, I'm, I'm going to conservatively say I've been to, like, hundreds of rock concerts in my life because of a previous job that I had where I would go to concerts two, three nights a week because I would take our station van out there, pass out stickers and flyers. But... I mean, I've seen shows where a band that I like that I know is talented has an off night because the monitors aren't good. Like you get up on stage and if you're getting, you know, the monitors aren't right, you're not hearing the 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 sound quality is bad, you can be off key and it's not because you don't know how to sing, it's because you just aren't hearing it right. I'm going to guess when John Bon Jovi goes out on tour, that's not the issue. No, because it's happening every single night with him now. You read some of the reviews, all of the reviews from his concerts, and they all point out the vocals. Every reviewer, yeah, I mean, is pointing out how bad the vocals. I are. am, I'm bad with knowing, you know, like Molly Crew. I know Vince Neil had plenty of issues. Did they? Did he run out of money, and then that's why he's still doing this? Or, or is that not the he's case? Got to be okay, right? I'm for saying cash, okay. And Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi's not run no out question. of money. There's he, the guy was going to buy. An NFL team bon Jovi was a, probably was a has close to a billion dollars. Right. Why are you doing this? I, I don't know. Why, why would you go out at this point? And I know if your answer is, well, my fans still want me to come out there. Great. They don't want this. They want to remember you the way you were. You know what I do if I'm Bon Jovi? Disappear into a studio or like live your life for three or four years. Disappear into a studio. Get different musicians, different people around you. Do all that stuff and come out with like not not quite to this level. Remember when Johnny Cash put those four albums out at the end right before he passed? Yeah, where it was him almost like Rubin. Yeah, where he was almost like whispering and just he was extremely old and they it had did not give sound him, like him. They had to give him oxygen. Yes, in between right. takes. But it was a totally different version of what he'd done. But it still gave you a chance to hear him, you know, one final time before he ended up passing on. But in the studio, John can still sort of fake it. Now he doesn't sound like he used to. He sings in a much lower register. But if you go and listen to his album Twenty Twenty, which came out in Twenty Twenty. It's pretty good for what it is. Well, but I'm saying he he probably can't really do it, right? Well, I mean, because my point they is can, they can fix that in the studio. They can, can have, make it sound good. Well, he can have a cup of tea, sing one well, verse, sure, right, come right. back, lube up the vocal cords, sing another verse. But yeah. to your point, no, consistently he cannot do it. Right. And that's that's always been my issue. And I think we've talked about that is when bands are like, yeah, we nailed it that one time in the studio. And then they've never been able to hit that note again, or they've never been able to play that solo quite the same way again. It's like, then don't do it. Play stuff you can actually play live. And I know John Bon Jovi is a career of being able to do that for a long time, but I'm saying go away for five years, get a couple really high-profile producers to come in and give you a new way of doing it, and then put something out that's totally different than what you've done in the past. Maybe try that in five years, but don't don't do this anymore. Rundown, let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855-MISTERS. Uh, Guardians and White Sox postponed tonight again. They will play a doubleheader tomorrow, straight doubleheader tomorrow. Reds will continue sucking in San Diego tonight. Who's on the bump tonight, Teddy? 
Feel free to say Jimmy Crack Corn because I don't know the answer. Jimmy Crack Corn. (laughs) Former Buckeye defensive back Seven Banks says he's transferring to LSU. Let him live. Deshaun Watson was at Voluntary Brown's off-season programs today. Not surprisingly, Baker was not. And in true Browns football fashion, it was snowing today when Deshaun Watson got out of his car mm. and headed into the facility. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll find out if he enjoys playing in the cold weather. That was supposedly one of the hang-ups in their negotiations and why he got even more guaranteed money was because he didn't want to go play in a cold weather city. But now he is, and now he is going to experience that. So we'll find out what Deshaun Watson can do if I'm Baker Mayfield, even though he stayed away from all of this. I would have shown up. Show up and troll. Just say, yeah, six is back, boys. I'm still a captain of this team, right? No one told me otherwise. I didn't get many phone calls this offseason. I don't know if you heard about that. Also, am I at the kids' table for the uh, meals, or do I have to do I get to sit with the adults? I can't remember, because you guys had some words about not having an adult running the team. So just let me know where you want me to be, boys. I'm here for you, but I am still a Brown as of right now. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855 Misters. You know, my daughter loves bon jovi right mm-hmm. so i told her that bon jovi was was back out doing concerts and she really wants to go they're not coming through town the close they get is indianapolis yeah and i thought for a hot second even though i think she's too young she's five i think it'd be too loud for her i thought about buying some tickets and driving to indianapolis so she could see bon jovi and then i thought i don't I don't want her one experience seeing Bon Jovi to be that, to be this. Oh, yeah. Now, she's five, and she probably wouldn't think anything of it, and, you know, she would have a good time. But it was it's a combination of, I think she's, A, too young for a concert like that, and, B, I don't, I don't want her one concert with Bon Jovi to be him trying to sing like that. Well, you know what you could do is you could just give her the, ear, the earmuffs, the over-ear thing, so she could go and see a concert and see the big spectacle, and the sound's muted, and then maybe it won't sound as bad to her, and it won't hurt her ears. I mean, I agree with you. It's Five-year-old's ear is probably not the best place to go for a rock concert, but how does she feel about seeing 60-year-old women flashing another 60-year-old man? That's the other, that's that, the other thing. That might be a little upsetting, too. And she will see it. <laughs> she will see 60-year-old boobies. Mm. Remember, I, when I was nine years old, I went, 1989, and I saw a lot of boobies then, and they look good. Back then, probably it's not. It's the same women taking their tops but off. Now they they've brought the underwear from home and just had it in a Ziploc bag, ready to throw. Like it's all they didn't like take it off at the concert and throw it up there. They're just bringing it with them. Uh, they're bringing a pair with. I went to see Bon Jovi either two thousand or two thousand one. I forget the year. And I was right behind a mother and a daughter. How do I know? Because it said on their shirts. Oh. Okay. Mother and daughter. They had made uh, custom Bon Jovi fan shirts. What a wholesome Said thing. Said mom and da- daughter, and they were both flashing him. Not wholesome. Just, just a nice Not family wholesome. activity. Hey, Not- mom, what are you going to do tonight? Let's go show our breasts to John Bon Jovi. Sure. The family that flashes together. How's that go at Thanksgiving? It's like, hey, <laughs> when- this turkey's awesome. <laughs> why are you flashing your aunt? This is- when- why is she flashing? This is Everyone's flashing. The worst podcast of all time is coming for you. I mean, isn't it our podcast? Like, it already no, exists. Oh, no. no, this is worse? This is worse than our podcast. Okay. And it's coming for you. 
I'll tell you what it is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for slowdowns on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is backed up in that area. You'll also find delays on Courtright Road at Seabrook Avenue. An accident in that area. Please be very careful as things get cleaned up. Starting report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Give yourself a new morning routine with the Bell Breakfast Box from Taco Bell. It's filled with a grande toasted breakfast burrito, hash brown, two cinnamon delights, and a coffee. Swing by participating locations for a limited time only. Drink excludes freezes. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game, Boner? Today we are going to be studying giant failure... What? That's you. Giant failures. Like that Like that sentence. We're going to talk some trivia about giant failures. Mike, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was better than your uh, earlier idea. Which was? Happy birthday, Hitler questions. <laughs> no. Is so, tom- tomorrow's birthday or today's birthday? Uh, I think it's... I don't remember. I think it's tomorrow. It's sometime this week. You're right. But... The thing I saw on this day in history, I like to go to that website sometimes and just check out like, hey, what happened today? You know, look back and see what things happened. Tomorrow's Here, Hitler's birthday for okay. you. I mean, your celebration. I needs. hope not. I hope not. Um, okay. Here's what happened today, April 19th in history. Okay. We have uh, just just a few events that occurred. Uh, the first shots were fired in the American Revolution where 700 British troops fired on 77 armed Minutemen uh, in Lexington. So that led to the start of, you know, again, yes, I mean, the, result, the result was was okay. But, but on this day, like the thing we're talking about is yeah, a bunch yeah. of people got shot and killed. So that's that's not great. Uh, 1861, the Civil War, first, the first shots, the first blood was spilled in the Civil kind War. Kind of a big deal. That's kind of a big deal, yes. Uh, then you have in 1989... The Central Park jogger attack that happened that led to the Central Park Five, where five teenagers were wrongfully accused, sent to prison for many years, eventually got exonerated. So that's not exactly like a big pick-me-up, yay, that was fun. What else happened? Oh, that's right. 1995 Oklahoma City bombing, also today. So what and, a downer of a day. And then tomorrow you get, what did you say, Hitler's birthday? Yeah, so on oh, geez. April 20th, 1889 is Hitler's birthday. So that means on April 19th, 1889, Hitler's mom's veg started to dilate. Oh, gee. Okay. What a thought. Yeah. Okay. So just horrible She could have put an end to it right there. Horrible all around. All b- Oh, I also forgot this. The the remember Waco? Remember not not That was today? Yeah, the Branch Davidian compound where they they No wonder why we all got to smoke weed tomorrow. No kidding. Bad day. Sheesh. 419 led to 420. Don't just bring that's, that's a country lyric. Right. 419 <laughs> led to 420. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. That's right. That's why that's why everybody's so sad. Today is horrible. Well, 
It's going to get even worse. Oh, why is that? Well, actually, this doesn't debut until May 2nd, but a new podcast is starting up. The Joe West Podcast. Longtime oh, baseball gosh. umpire Joe West, who thankfully has retired. But uh, the podcast is called 5,460. Oh, Lord. The Joe West Podcast. Oh, of course, God. Joe West umpired 5,460 games. That is a Major League Baseball record. He can't let you not know about it for no it says second. and joe has a story for all of them uh-huh he also yeah. hopefully will play some of his musical hits oh like God. this one called extra innings any day <laughs> this is good oh, martin race is a funny guy i mean He's playing first base for the Cubs one day, and, and they brought this kid named Krinchicki or something. No, it was Kieschnick. Right out of the University of Texas. Big, tough, right-handed pitcher. Good good pitcher. And uh, and he was a pretty good hitter. He actually was the DH on the Texas team when he didn't pitch. So he, he was a good all-around ball player. First inning, he has a little problem pitching, and the other team gets a run. But when Kieschnick bats, he gets a double off left field wall, right? Now, Grace struck out his first at bat. Grace's second at bat, he hits into a double play. And this pitcher, his second at bat, hits another double off the right field wall, right? So Grace comes out between innings and he says, I wish I could hit like our pitcher. I said, so does everybody else on your team. <laughs> Listen, he released an album. I was just going to say. That was on it. Is that a song? No, that's him just talking over like piano music at a saloon. Someone doesn't get to just play a real song behind you and then you talk over it. By that logic, we are like the most accomplished musicians on the planet. Here's another one. Because every day we talk over music that is not a song. He shows off his musical range with this one called Diamond Dreams. Ted, is this the edited version? I just want to make sure we get the one that doesn't have all the swearing. Okay, then let's play it. The smell of fresh cut grass. That's terms great. a vast field. Great recording quality. Dissected only by a rough cut diamond of brown dirt. Where diamond dreams on fields of green have the young and the old cheer for their teams. And as the summer sun shines golden beams down on your fields of green and diamond dreams. (laughs) Let me tell you you right now, I am not the biggest poetry fan, to be fair, but I have, I I can't believe I haven't heard Joe West. No, no, no. What I'm telling you is I have read a little bit of poetry to realize I do not understand and appreciate it as well as i could i have read some beautiful poetry that is something that a third grade teacher would say i'm sorry you just used the same words over and over and over again that's not really poetry there was no effect this is not good you can do better and they would have flunked joe west on that poem that's not a song it's not a poem it's not lyrical it's awful uh what did i play I don't. Diamond Dreams was the last did, one. What was you the said first it nineteen one I, times. What was the first one I did? Uh, the extra innings. Yes. Right, here's just Cowboys talking. at the game. This is Cowboys oh, at the game. I said, "How old are you, son?" 
I'm 14. She said, yeah. What year were you born? 1952. <laughs> I'm not too good at math, but I knew that couldn't be right because that, that was the year I was born. <laughs> this is like this is a pre-programmed thing into the Casio now. He's right, not even playing not even. this. He wasn't playing anything. Well, he may have been playing the no, piano before. Not. I don't know, but this no, is just you hit not. a button. <sighs> okay. All right, I have one real song. All right, let's play out the at, real. Out at Home is a real oh, song. I know Out at We've Home. We've played Out at Home before. He's yeah, actually singing is... on Out at Home. Here you go. Is he playing this fiddle? Yeah. I doubt it. No, he, he hired someone to play all this music. Be quiet. He's, He's about to sing. Be quiet. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Shut up. I'm sorry. My baby took me to the ballpark to see a baseball game. Lord, it had to be at least 99 in the shade. I was stealing a glance at some tight short pants Just as I turned my head My baby grabbed me by the arm And this is what she said If you cheat on me You'll be out at home If I catch you playing the field You're gonna be long gone You better play it safe And don't do me wrong Cause if you cheat on me You'll be out at home. All right. It sounds good I just, to me. I just, listen, there are a lot of people that will tell you music can be neither good nor bad. You just didn't like it. It's art. You have to learn how to appreciate art. I, you know who I tells defi- you that? I tell you that. And that's bad. I tell it right. I'm saying if you like that style of music, which I do like some country music, you have to be objective enough to say that is awful. Teddy? Teddy's the it's not even country music official. Ted, that's not even close to good, no, right? No, it's horrible. Okay. Yeah. I just want to be it's let, Uncle Bo has a nice little saying. Man's gotta know his limitations. He like to bring that up all the time. I want to add to it and just say, not everyone can do everything. Joe West, you were, I guess. No. Don't no. say he was a good umpire. No, he but he, okay, he was in the league for a while he as existed. an umpire. Yes, he, existed he existed as an umpire. Something that a lot of people can't say they did. Fine. You are not any good at music, singing, country music, poems, whatever you're trying to do. Their spoken word album. None of that was good. So don't, I'm guessing his podcast is also going to suck. It's probably going to be awful. Not everyone can do everything. How about you just take the fact that you had this record setting career and move on with your life and retire. Go tell your stories to other people who want to hear them. He has has retired. Also, I want to point out. I don't think there's another radio show in the history of the world, both on terrestrial radio and on podcast, that in the same segment, let alone the same show, has made reference to Adolf Hitler's mom's dilated vag wow. and played Joe West country songs. I would like to point that out. I don't think you needed and in the rest of that sentence. I think it just ended at the first part is no other show in the history has referenced that. That father and the bride chick (laughs) was a hot piece of ass back in the day. (laughs) Game show coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good evening. Watch out for an accident on Morse Road at Cleveland Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here as they get things cleaned up. Plan about a 10-minute slowdown. You'll also find more delays on westbound 670 between Leonard Avenue and 4th Street. Traffic is delayed there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground lines near projects. It's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. All right, game show coming up in a moment. A report says Apple is likely landing NFL Sunday ticket. The number that I've seen is $2.5 billion per year. So it's been on DirecTV for how long? 20 years? Uh, yeah, at least I would say. I mean, I thought it was since its inception, right? I know that Sunday tickets started out as like a product for bars, and maybe that yeah, was not I just, on Yeah, I wonder TV, but when that became available to consumers. Yeah, I'm saying whenever the consumer version was rolled out, probably at least 20 or 25 years ago, it's it's been DirecTV. So yeah, that will be a big change. But then again, there are probably a lot of people who have DirecTV now who also have Apple TV, right? Well, now, I'm, I'm their customer. I am a Sunday ticket subscriber. Yeah. And I will tell you that I will not be re-upping on a streaming service. That's just my own preference, though. When I watch games on Sunday, on Sunday ticket, I like to flip and flip often. And sometimes I'll flip on a game, I'll flip to another game, I'll flip on QVC to see what David is selling. I just can't do that as easy as I want to on a streaming service, so it's not worth it to me. No. Well, there you go. I think there will. Be, I mean, I still think there will be a lot of people who will do it. But I'm, I'm guessing they will lose some customers over this, and uh, they may not care about that. They probably don't care. Apple's probably looking at it as yes, but we'll gain some people too who didn't previously buy Apple TV, You're but right. now will, and they'll stay with us even after Sunday Ticket. Uh, and, and and you know, obviously, getting a satellite dish is more of a commitment. Oh, for sure. You know, than just signing up for a streaming service, so they probably gain customers out of this. Yeah, I'm saying they will probably lose some people though who are like, nah, it's good. I'm keeping DirecTV and I don't want to add anything to yeah, that. I'm, me. I'm, I'm okay. hundred. And NBC has made it official. We knew it was going to be the case, but they've made it official. Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, and Melissa Stark will be your Sunday night football broadcast crew. All right. So I'm excited for all the media journalists all over the country to slobber on Mike Tirico every single week. Well, because he is God's gift to broadcasting. Well, I'll tell you what in my mind has just happened this offseason. Thursday night football broadcast on Amazon and Monday night football broadcast has now the the crews doing it have gotten significantly upgraded over the Sunday night football crew. Well, to you and me only. I don't think so, man. I think there's Everybody a lot of people that would, Who is everybody? Everybody. Come on, you no, know it. Like, journalists like him cuz well, yes, that's boring. what I mean. And they hope that someday he'll call them up and be like, "Would you like to do something with me? Would I talk to you?" You know, like that's he's not any good. Like, I don't understand why... I, whatever. That's you a whole other discussion. We could do that for an hour, but we won't. All right, we're going to do giant failure trivia, Mike, because uh, had a, I've Daniel seen... Daniel Jones. <laughs> this is, we're going to limit it to rollouts of products. 
because, uh, yeah, this thing was CNN Plus that did not go great. No, it's terrible. uh, They did not get the numbers they were looking for, and they have now announced they have cut the budget for marketing, any future marketing of this. So we have more people, if those numbers are accurate that CNN Plus released, we have more people listening to our podcast Mm -hmm. on a weekly basis than that are on that. Than CNN Plus. That's crazy. But good for us. All right, so I'm going to give you some different things that failed in Little Trivia, and we'll go from there. All right, uh, first up, which car did Ford Motor Company launch in 1957 that failed spectacularly, the Torino or the Edsel? Do either of those well, names I mean, ring a bell? The, the Edsel does. I'm going to go with that one. That's a, good, that's a good guess. That's right. The Edsel, named after Edsel Ford, uh, was thought to be like their next big product they invested 400 million dollars in the development of this car in the 50s uh well i don't know if it's in 50s dollars or now but either way it's a significant amount of money americans uh were not buying this car because they wanted smaller more economic vehicles uh the ford motor company execs never really defined the model's niche in the car market they priced it kind of somewhere between the highest end Ford and the lowest end Mercury, which Mercury's were nicer cars. So it was like, hey, this is more expensive than any Ford, but it's not as nice as a Mercury. It didn't really have a market. It was taken off the market in 1960, so it failed spectacularly. Next up, what was the Q-Cat? Was the Q-Cat a speaker that played calming noises for your cat with the goal of keeping them from scratching up your furniture? Or a digital scanner that would scan magazines so you could read the articles online. I'm going to go with that one. That is correct. The QCAT was a cat-shaped handheld barcode reader that was given away for free to internet users starting in 2000 by a company called Digital Convergence Corporation. It was named Q for the unique barcode which the device scanned and CAT as a play on keystroke automation technology. Basically, here's what it was. Open up a magazine. If that magazine printed one of these very specific codes, then you could scan it with the QCAT, and then it would you'd plug it. You'd walk away from the magazine. Sounds go like over a very your, stupid invention. Go to your computer, plug it in, and then it would save you the ability of having to type in like ESPN.com. It would just take you to ESPN.com. All right. So go figure that didn't catch on. Although we have QR codes now, which are similar to that. But it just saves, that saves you a quick time because you can just scan it and it goes. It's still kind of pointless, but the QCAT was much more pointless. And yes, it, it did not last long. Next up, uh, what, or I'm sorry, did a tobacco company ever attempt to make a product marketed as smokeless cigarettes? Yes sure, or no? I'll say yes. Yes, they did. RJ Reynolds spent hundreds of millions of dollars to develop a cigarette called Premier. That was supposed to have a much less smoke than a normal cigarette. It was the size and shape of a regular cigarette. But at the burning end, there was a small piece of charcoal-like carbon. And that was all that would ignite and burn. The smoke, when you were inhaling the smoke as a smoker, it would bring the hot air from the burning piece of carbon over rolled tobacco and an aluminum flavor capsule in the middle of this plastic tube. Basically, users said this tastes like smoke, like like burning plastic. It did not taste like a cigarette. They spent hundreds of millions of dollars and had to abandon the project completely because it did not test well at all. Uh, next up, which of these was not a real product tested by Pepsi? Pepsi Slam or Pepsi AM? Which one was <laughs> not real? Uh, I'm going to say Pepsi Slam was not real. That is correct. 
Pepsi AM was real. Do you remember Pepsi AM? I don't know. I remember Clear Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi Clear was another one that they did, or Crystal Pepsi. I Crystal think Pepsi. That's yeah. right. But it uh, its selling point was it boasts twenty eight percent more caffeine than regular Pepsi, but had seventy seven percent less caffeine than coffee. So people said, "Well, I I just want coffee in the morning. I don't want." A Pepsi in the morning. Or the people who do drink Pepsi in the yes. morning already drink Pepsi. They already liked it, right. So this was trying to convert coffee users into Pepsi drinkers in no, the morning. It not did not work, and it stupid. barely launched and was killed off very quickly. Next up, which failed gadget is referenced in an episode of The Simpsons? Amazon's Fire Phone or the Apple Newton? I don't remember either of these things. They were both I'll, things. I'll they say both the Fire existed. Phone. Ooh, sorry. You were perfect up to that point. In the season six episode, Lisa on Ice, Kearney has Dolph take a memo on an Apple Newton, a personal digital assistant or a PDA. Remember when we called him those? Yeah. Anyway, Dolph writes beat up Martin on the screen and the handwriting recognition tool in the Newton turns it into eat up Martha and Kearney throws the Newton at Martin instead, referencing the message pads, poor handwriting recognition. Basically, the Newton flopped for a number of reasons. It started at $700 in 1993. Think about that. A handheld little device where you could take notes for $700 in 1993. Go figure no one bought it. It was eight inches tall, four and a half inches wide. Handwriting recognition was awful. So yeah, got referenced and was bad. Uh, Betamax was introduced in 1975 by Sony. Did Sony still sell Betamax tapes 20 years later by 1995? Are yes. those still a thing? Yes, yes they were. Do you know how long it was until Sony stopped selling Betamax? I was going to say probably around then, you know, end of the century, 99. They were still making Betamax recorders as late as 2002 You're and kidding. selling them. And the tapes, they just took off the market in 2016. Not like, you know, you couldn't get a movie on Betamax, but you could buy more blank tapes and record stuff to them if you wanted to. Wow. For people. So they still supported that up until 2016. But yes, it was the... Betamax or VHS, obviously VHS won out in that thing, but they kept making it for a long time. Are you done? I can be. Give me one more. Come on. All right. How many days did it take for Coca-Cola executives to reintroduce the original Coke formula after the failure of New Coke in 1985? Over or under 90 days? Under. Yes. You know how many days it was? What a disaster. 79 days. What a disaster. And they said uh, the New Coke, they still sold New Coke. Did you know that? Like yes, after they, 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 they kept sold it New there. Coke because that's why they changed the name to Coca Cola Classic, right? And they also called it Coke Two at some point. It stayed around for a while, but uh, ABC News's Peter Jennings broke into General Hospital when this was announced with a special news bulletin. Now, some and people think. Go ahead. On the U.S. Senate floor, David Pryor called the reintroduction "quote a meaningful moment in U.S. history." Some people that's how think big of a deal this was that Coca Cola could never be so stupid. And that they did this on purpose because Coca-Cola sales are sort of dragging. And they said, well, what if we flood the market with this new piece of crap? People will hate it. Yeah. And then we'll be saviors when we bring back the old thing. And the sales will go up like crazy, which they did. But I think that gives the executives too much credit. I think you're right. They were just too stupid. Well, and also uh, people complained after Coke Classic came back because it doesn't taste like the old Coke. And the reason for that was because they introduced high fructose corn, corn syrup, syrup to everyone who had not already been getting the high fructose corn syrup version. Now everyone was getting it and they didn't like it. Because it was different in different markets. Right? Yeah, some markets some still used cane sugar. sugar. Yep. And then some were already converted. And then when this happened, they said, all right, well, everybody's getting 
you know, the high fructose Coca-Cola classic formula. Thank you, Bone. You're welcome. Uh, back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on Morse Road at Cleveland Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Please stay careful as traffic begins to build in this area. And an accident has cleared from Courtright Road at Seabrook Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Starving Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Stop the customer. Stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man, happy Tuesday. Hello. Yes. Got your Hello. nice retro Phillies jacket on today? I do. I've got the 1980s Phillies majestic track nice. jacket. Is that a maroon? I guess that is a maroon. Yeah. With the, hate to say it, Carolina blue mixed in with some white. Why is your finger taped up? This? Oh, yeah. What happened there? What would you do to your finger? No, this is, uh, what do we call this? I a forget splint? what this is. No, it's not. It's. I guess that is a splint, but I was given this to help my finger recover from the dog bite from a couple years back because I have some scar That's tissue still build up. bothering you. Really? Well, it's a permanent thing. There's scar tissue there, so they gave me this to just help with the process. Wow! I'm supposed to do I had like no little, idea. I'm supposed to do a little like massaging exercises where the scar is. That's interesting. And I can wear I this, and it soothes, and it feels very good. That's your social hand too. <laughs> it's the one I waved everybody sure, with. Yeah, it's my, it's my waving hand. My, I, I like to go left. Mm-hmm. Tim, I like why, to drive left. Why haven't you ever asked me to massage your finger? Because I would, I would easily step in and help massage if you would needed you, it. Like if I, while we yeah. were doing crosstalk, I'll if I just put just, my left hand over here, sure. you could just sort just of massage it and start. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of massage it for you. It can't be that difficult to do, right? It's, it's a finger. It's, it's not a big like, finger too. Like that's my wedding ring. That's my ring finger. Ah, that's sure. the one. Where does it, what is it, like one of the uh, knuckles that swells up, or what happens yeah, with well, scar tissue? Well, when that damn dog bit me, it got me like an inch-long wound that spanned one of the knuckles. Ah, so where you bend the finger, and uh, you know, the only thing that this really matters for is my golf game, right? That's I've got to be able to grip the, the club. That's the only thing. Yep. Yeah. Just, I know what you mean. Yep. Just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's so that's kind of thrown off your golf game. So when you're not, no, no, it hasn't. Like I still oh. beat Beamer fine, even with the wounded hand. I like but that. I just I just want to make sure that I can get to my fifties and early sixties, and it's not a thing. I, I think see. we're going to be good. Okay, well, look at you being proactive. Then that's that's nice. Good for you for staying on. That. Went to the hand specialist. Yeah, yeah, mm. just to say what can we do here? What do they call a hand guy or gal? Mm. I mean, podiatrist is, is it, the foot. What's the hand? Right. Yeah. Well, orthopedics is more legs i always associate that with like knees and yeah but i don't know yeah. is that also i think he's just the hand specialist that's what they it's hand on his specialist. business card hand guy or gal 
Hand guy Doctor and hand hands. Doctor of hands. God, I wish I remembered. It was at the big uh, the big glass building right off of 315. That's, the, that's in the how, Ohio State system. That's how grownups talk to like me. The, Good job. The ear, that's what we're all I think doing. I went to the ear, nose, I went to the hand guy in the big building. building. The big glass building yeah. with the hand. <laughs> you know off the freeway, the glass with the building? That's where I went. The building's actually shaped like a hand. So <laughs> It's like the Longer Burger <laughs> Basket Company. Yeah. It's a big, giant hand. What if they, they should have the hand next to the basket? That's the hand that picks the basket up and mm. takes it on a picnic. All right, what's coming up on the Buckeyes show? Coming up tonight, me and Tyvis for two more hours, and we're going to talk about some of the Buckeyes coming up in the draft in the late 6 o'clock hour, and special guest Von Bell will be on the program oh. at around uh, 619, so don't miss that. Buckeyes show, top of the hour, then at 8 tonight, it's inside the crew. Oh, nice. Well, you can talk about how they don't score any goals. That's yeah, good. At 10 o'clock tonight, it's Jackets in San Jose. Back page, hit it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Doctor, catch these hands. We'll be there for you if your knuckle keeps hurting, Timmy. He likes to fight with Doctor, throw them bows. (laughs) That's right. Uh, So experts who are, these are bird experts, not just any old experts. Bird experts are giving some weird advice about birds. They are saying if you have a bird feeder and you like birds, don't fill up your bird feeder with seed. Now, the reason for that is a little interesting. Hmm. Dr. Victoria Hall with the Raptor Center at the University of Minnesota said there is an unprecedented outbreak of bird flu. H1 or H5N1 is what it's called uh, in wild birds. Anyway, in areas with this transmission, they say... It can spread very quickly among the bird species, and this could be bad for not just any one type of bird, all birds. So things like bird baths, bird feeders, communal artificial places that have been created by humans for birds so we can watch them and observe them. They've said, hey, for the next few months, let's just chill out on the bird feeders. Let's not feed the birds so that we don't have them as close to each other, giving each other possibly this very deadly bird flu. So. Now you know if you got right. a bird feeder, the experts are saying just chill out, just chill out on that for a little bit. Thank you. I know you've got lots of bird. Oh, feeders, I love Mike. birds. You love, love the birds them. so They're much. Not flying mice at all. I love them. They're not actually, but yeah, there you go. Buckeye show is next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching an accident on Morse Road at Cleveland Avenue. This accident does involve injuries. Please be very careful over here. You'll also find some slow traffic on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground mines near projects. It's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... 
we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like. You're, I I too shave like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like oh he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying would get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer-loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 